doing good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> How is everybody up here doing? Excellent. Good. Good. Fantastic. All right, wonderful. Most excellent. Let's jump right in. Great. Uh, hello and welcome to the Most Excellent 80s Movies Podcast on the Most Excellent Podcast Network. It's the podcast where a filmmaker, a comedian, an actor, and an author strike out on a runaway mission to set the high score for revisiting the 80s movies we loved or might have missed with 2018 eyes. This is episode 17, The Wizard, a movie selection from 1989. Hit the trailer, Mr. Nate. Is this a California case? That's $226. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? Nowhere. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just shy. But Jimmy's got a secret. What, $50,000 Little Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. Uh, this guy. What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up for the right? With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's you. But you late. Get there any way they can. Here we come! It's Jimmy! Now, what do you think you're doing to him? All this life, you've been telling him to do what you want him to do. How about once you ask him what he wants to do, huh? Now, video of a head it's going to take a lot of guts. A little magic. And the wizard. Fred Savage. The wizard. That's the impact. wizard. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this, this movie uh, definitely sort of has it all. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Including some stuff you really sort of wish it didn't have. Um, I'm comedian Chrissy Lenz, uh, director of National Comedy Theater. Uh, and with me, as always, is... Uh, Nathan Blackwell, filmmaker... And that's all. And that's it. Period. End of sentence. That's all I am. <laughs> and then we have two awesome guests today. Uh, one, our podcast listeners will recognize as the best friend of the pod, Mr. Craig Michael Curtis. Yes, Craig Michael Curtis. I am an author and very best bestest BFF of the pod. <laughs> Most available person. <laughs> Practically the third host of the show. Uh, and then we have Erica Connell. Uh, hi. Tell us about yourself, Erica. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a gisher um, and an actor uh, and an advocate of many different things. I have three kids, uh, two of them on the autism spectrum, and I am happy to be here uh, to watch this very interesting um, movie that I didn't watch back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, I had not heard of it or seen it up until the podcast and... uh, Really? Yeah, so it was quite interesting. This was your first time. This you was got my first through time. unscathed. I did. I survived it. I survived it. Did you, though? Or did you watch a lot of it and go, what? 
there is definitely a lot of those moments mm-hmm. throughout the film where I'm just like, did that really just happen? Uh-huh. Did it really need to happen? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, like I. That well, I'll be, wait. We'll that get there. That should be the I'm log sure. line of the movie: The Wizard. Did that really just happen? Did that need, need to, to happen? happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and had you seen it before, Craig? I have. I had seen the commercial, but I never saw the movie back when it came out. I the first time I saw it was literally last night around 11 p.m. Oh, dang. <laughs> so, but I remember seeing the commercials as a kid and thinking, "Oh, that looks so cool! It's got Super Mario Brothers three, oh, yeah, so- and that's not even out yet. I can go. It would be like playing the video game myself if I went to that movie. But I never actually saw the movie back then. So uh, I, I was uh, new to it as well. Fresh and eyes. Did it, did it need to happen? That is a good question. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nathan? So I, I saw it on home video. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, Me and my two younger brothers were, were total Nintendo uh, nuts. And so um, just that there was any association with Nintendo, we had to watch it. I don't remember seeing it all the way through, <laughs> even as a small kid. But um, the the three things that I remembered from uh, watching the movie were the power glove, of course. It's How could so you forget? Bad. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's yeah. so uh, bad. Super Mario Three. Even on home video, I almost felt like that was the f- our first time looking at it. I don't know. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, how they pronounced Ninja Gaiden. Which was really weird because I pronounced it Ninja Gaiden. And so <laughs> now it's like, what? Am I wrong or are they doing? I don't know. So that always stuck with me. Well, it's like Moss Eisley. Does it, people say it that way? Moss Eisley. Well, Obi Wan says movie. it in the first one. I always called it Moss Eisley. Me too. Yeah, so, me too. And, like, and, but yeah, in A New Hope, uh, Obi Wan calls it Moss Eisley Spaceport. Yeah, he was Maybe old though. He didn't know Yeah, yeah, yeah like. They, they also can't agree on whether it's Han or Han, so... Right, yeah. I, I blame the accents and yeah, stuff and, you know, not having sure. a thorough uh, world produced on, you know, like, who's doing what necessarily. We've person- lost some of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where some where other worlds, you know, previously got torn apart for having too much of that, so... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that's well, really... Well, to, to be really fair, like, like 50 it years like years ago, people pronounced Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which is... Weird and wrong. Yes. Um, I definitely saw this movie in the theater, and I feel like that's how, that's the only way I knew you could do those things in Super Mario, right? Like, that's how I knew that you could fly if you ran fast enough and that you could go up over the lip of that thing because it's in the movie. And if it hadn't been in the movie, how would yeah. you? So, these. So, I, I feel like, so nowadays, like, a video game comes out, and it comes out, like, right away, you know, or there's a very little delay. But back then, you know, most Nintendo games came out first in Japan, where Nintendo is. Yeah. And, like, even, like, Super Mario Brothers 2, I think that what they did for, like, they didn't expect Super Mario Brothers 1 to be such a huge hit here. So, they actually took another game and reskinned it. And, and to be Super Mario to 2? To be Super Mario 2. Yeah, because that one doesn't really fit. Yeah, it's a little weirder. Or of... even the other future yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Super and Mario so, 2 is always a, just like really off. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't know the exact history, but Super Mario 3 definitely could have been one of those things where it came out like a year ahead 
in Japan, so they're able to show all this stuff beforehand, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it was know. it was how the product information was really released because that's in researching it in, in the reviews that I read, it was either like people loved it or they hated it, and a lot hated of the Super ha- Mario Three or the Wizard, the, mo- the Wizard, yeah, um, because <laughs> yeah. the movie um, they felt that the movie turned into a giant commercial. For oh, like it a did. Nintendo commercial. So it was like it, was, it got <laughs> torn like torn apart. Like Rolling Stone had a great scathing article on the wizard to read. I was I like, love, all right. I love that the thing they didn't like about this movie was the commercialism. When it's like there right. are some other problems. There, yeah, there were like, right. <laughs> there are definitely some other problems that I were very overlooked in this time yeah. frame. You know, that like now you just think that that's yeah. not going to fly. Oh no no. Yeah. Oh. Even oh, if you so. like set aside like the the commercialism. Or like portrayal of people with like you know spectrum spe- on, on the yeah. spectrum yeah. you know they never say what he has it's just his disease well, you know let's but it's talk basically like yeah. what it is because that's kind but of the whole beginning even, of the movie even with all those stuff like if I had to like describe the movie it's like if you ever wished that you were watching a movie and you were wondering what happens in between the scenes when mm-hmm. nothing's happening yeah. and then you include <laughs> that in the movie. Well, <laughs> Well, you're in luck because that's the wizard. The wizard. There's plenty of options. It's well, and it's almost like it's almost like three different movies, right? So mm-hmm. there's the fun, lighthearted. This is about Nintendo and about getting to a championship. So there's that movie going yeah. on, and then there's this like sort of dark family drama oh, going yeah. on. Uh-huh. And then there's, and then the there's kids a, 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 a yeah. kids romance road trip. There's a kids, kids rom com. Yeah, there's the, <laughs> yeah. yes, you have the kids rom com, but. You Complete have, with meat cute. <laughs> right. But I'm not going to kiss a boy. You know, and then she goes right in for it there. Well, but, we're going to have to specifically talk about that. Very, very, very small genre. Problems. Kids but romance. The, yeah. the kids the, the autism and the sickness, like, being straight off it, it starts off so dark. This mm-hmm. kid is institutionalized. And on like, institutionalized. as a mother uh-huh. with kids on the spectrum, I was like, Fuming. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that this is even like was a thought back, you know, even yeah. back then. But then the movie is about breaking him out of that, mm-hmm. um, which, which I was is, like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is fabulous. Okay, I like how that is going with, uh-huh. you know, the brothers are saying this is not the way it should be. And we shouldn't treat we him, shouldn't him differently. Treat exactly. Right. Even though then you learn later at the end of the movie, there's even more drama and the PTSD that the family has with uh-huh. the loss of a child, you know, which is like Right, they right sort of there. sprinkle his that twin. on the couple. Uh, I think yeah, it was in. like, oh, and way, it was his, it was twin, his twin sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in front of him, died yeah. right in front of and him. And did you guys, yeah, so they reveal that so, in like right. Act yeah. 3. So just kind of to back in up between a bit. video game yeah. challenges, <laughs> by the way. So, yeah, if, if you hadn't seen the movie The Wizard, um, so Fred Savage is not the wizard, it's his younger brother. That's right. So, yeah. so basically, it's kind of a Rain Man situation to where yes. the, the autistic—it's a, yeah. a Muppet ba- Baby's version of Rain Man. Yeah, yes. where Muppet Baby's where Rain Man. Basically, the kid—it is. It yeah. really is. That oh my gosh, that is that, when you're <laughs> that you stole my thing <laughs> from the end of what I was going to say. Is like, <laughs> but it is. It is. It is a like watered down kid version for of Rain Man. Yeah, really where is. he's he's a genius he's a at video games. Yeah, savant. He's a savant um, at something, and he's a savant at video games and you know goes on to win it but yeah. it's a it that's the standard that's a typical uh, still a typical thing that we see within film yeah mm-hmm. so it's fred savage 
uh, his younger brother, who he's taking to the video game championships. But and even then that, a there's a lot of confusion him. about who, what the bonds are between these people. So you've got Fred Savage, and you've also got Christian Slater, yes. who is definitely one of his brothers. Right. So <laughs> their dad older, is Bo Bridges. Their dad is Bo Bridges. There's a stepmom. There's a, mo- there's a mom. A mom. But and- she's a stepmom to Christian Slater and Fred Savage. She's not their mom. I th- right. Yeah, I was right. trying to figure out what the family situation because I said, "Oh, well, he's only our half brother. That's why you don't care about Jimmy's him." Jimmy's a half brother, so this so, was that woman is Corey is Fred Savage and Christian Slater's stepmom, who had Jimmy and later we learned Jennifer. Yes, with Bo Bridges, and then they divorced after Jennifer died, mm-hmm. and then she went on to marry the guy from Car Commercials. Yes, who is <laughs> <laughs> <was> a dick? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. whose character had to be like the biggest douche. Like well, that's what like, 80s. Well, that's, I mean, he was that. I don't remember the name of the actor, but he yeah. is he is like typecast as the eighties douche. He, he's not Shooter McGavin, but he might as well be Shooter McGavin, yeah. right? There was there were like. Three guys who operated in that space, they were probably always at the same auditions. Uh-huh. Or like, Evil Stepdad? Evil yeah. Stepdad. Yeah. Yep. You, you get the game. Uh-huh. I'll get the next I'll take one. Next one. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just taking turns. Sorry, guys. Have you read this script? This movie is weird. <laughs> you got this one. But but that, I had to like sort of make a little diagram of who was who uh-huh. because it's quite confusing right the the whole i didn't first, put that much effort into watching the, well, the movie. <laughs> i i, 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 I did too i was the like whole, why do they care so much and why who is this person for a while i didn't why know why does the mom hate, hate these other two yeah. kids yeah. the like, whole uh, the whole first 10 resentment. 15 minutes of the movie is like this huge exposition dump like at the There's very beginning no video of, games in the first 15 minutes of the movie at the, is, there? At is that, that why you weren't paying attention no at the very beginning of the movie when uh the opening credits go and the kids walking down the empty highway and then the yeah. plane swoops overhead There's nothing but empty landscape where these yeah. people live and then yeah. like you know you get a north by northwest moment where the patrol plane swoops like <laughs> not even like high overhead it's like like buzzing by uh-huh. him at 10 oh, yeah, feet over his head scooped him up. and then um the that's actually what my son and said like why didn't the plane just get him yeah what do you mean why didn't the plane <laughs> they were reaching right out there. the window trying to grab him then the highway patrol guy but the highway patrol guy comes in and parks next to him and then the dispatcher says okay i found him what should i do and the dispatcher tells him take him to his mother's she's remarried yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's important to know <laughs> Tell me, is she happy in her job, or should, what, what else do I need to know as I pick up this kid? And they, they really make it clear through the dialogue, well, he's just because he's our half-brother, and you're like, wait, yeah. what? The whole, the whole first ten minutes is like trying to shoehorn as much of this complicated family situation mm-hmm. as they can get. Because they don't want to talk. I think they like <laughs> so really wanted really to get into a story without Nintendo that they kind of like shoehorned it in. <laughs> this was a dark drama that was like a <laughs> well, tearjerker Oscar bait movie. I'm it pretty, was basically yeah. Rain Man. Let's, let's, yes. Let's make a Nintendo movie. What do we have on our script pile that we can turn into a Nintendo movie? I got Rain ah. Man for kids. Uh-huh. Yes. Rain Man for kids. A Rain Man prequel. <laughs> yes. Okay. Prequel. It really does come late into the game. And and so they're at like a truck stop. They're already running away because mm-hmm. the 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 youngest um, he wanted to go to California. Fred Savage is like California. screw this noise, and I'm gonna take you do what you want. And he just for a moment the kid 
is playing Double Dragon at an arcade, and as Fred Savage is taking him away, he goes like, what? You got 50000 on Double Dragon? Wasn't that at the bus station? Yeah, bus yeah, station. Bus yeah, station. that's yeah. what it was. And, and then as soon as that happened, mm-hmm. Fred Savage also then immediately believed that he was now a savant at video games and started putting money on it. And he, Well, Haley is the one who suggests all that. Grifting but... locals. Uh, yeah. So, yes. I bet you 20 bucks, my little brother. To the point where we get even more shenanigans. Moment. That, you know, we get even more shenanigans where they get chased down by the locals that they're, yes. you know, that they're heisting. And beat and, up. And, yeah, and Trump t- totally beaten up and, like, traumatized even more. It's like, they can't win. These it poor was, kids. The, yeah, the, the, I think one of the things that wouldn't play today is how... The message you give to kids about if you're really good at video games, run away and you know hitchhike as much as you can because well, five times out of six you will not get you know robbed, robbed and assaulted. Uh-huh. This is a movie where like two things that I think are really bizarre are true. One, no adult cares about kids in the least. There is no even their own parents, but no adults that are just in the world are like here are three children hitchhiking or alone at a bus station let's call someone's dad like yeah yeah mm-hmm. bow bridges yeah. and christian slater the father and son who are going after the two brothers they're kind of going after them, but it's really more of a road trip and they're really more after and this is the weirdest character yes I the child that. bounty hunter oh, the <laughs> child bounty hunter. actually nate we have um, a picture of the like, child bounty hunter alert like seriously pedo alert yeah, yeah. Like, what no, is going they on to have you hired a child that gets away from me i was like oh my god <laughs> he's got candy in his creepy yes. car that we learned yeah. he's luring children and he also threatens people with a knife at the teeniest bit of prompting like because right. yeah. it, it's it's because he's a pro I kidnap runaways, but don't worry, I get paid for it. It's a child size knife. So I realize realize what this 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 (laughs) story is safe, you know. Right. This story is kind of a modern retelling of the Pokemon story. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Where it's three friends, it's two boys and a girl making it across country to a championship. There it is. You're right. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, there's uh, this hideous man. What do you think his commercials are like? Do you think he has Learner and Row type commercials? <laughs> Absolutely. It's Absolutely. just his face. And he's like, Do you have a kid that's out hitchhiking? Did your kid run away? <laughs> I, I will can... capture him. I'm I the have no kid left behind for sure. I don't get guy. paid until I capture your kid. <laughs> I'm the best at grabbing kids. <laughs> I've got candy in my car. That's and, how you do and it. And then but then we use that against him. Uh-huh. Haley Haley, who, you know, is the, the girl who the heroine are if you want to call her that throughout this. She then, you know, to get away from the bad guy has this like really scathing moment where she screams at the top of her lungs and accuses him of touching her breast. Yep. And I remember that moment from seeing it when I was eight years old and going, why is that? What? I don't, I'm not Everyone's sure. freaking out. Yeah, uh-huh. what's going I mean, on? And, like, and the adults and the cops who were in that, it's in a casino. The, he's like literally picking up the screaming Jimmy who's like... And no one cares uh, at that no point. No one cares. So why was the child bounty hunter looking for kids in a casino? <laughs> I hijacked the conversation about the about Putnam or whatever his name is. This monster who gets hired by the mother to find her 
son who has special needs like yeah. mm. there's what? no care for what's going on with the kid uh-huh. like she even the stepfather it's just the stepfather yeah he he's the one who's like who also was very strict on like ordering that we're gonna find him this way you're you know you can't and find him this way they also say that that guy is not gonna help bring back Fred Savage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, he can't, like, he can't Fred Savage and said, where is your brother? And then yeah. lets him go and then goes off looking for And the stepdad says, like, well, that one's not my responsibility. That's Bo Burgess's problem. Yeah, not mine. I'm not paying for that <laughs> one. Slash his tires. How creepy do we all think that Fred Savage is just, like, was born an adult? He's, like, <laughs> a 13-year-old, 30-year-old. He's, like, 30 a, a mini-me version of himself as He's an adult. the most emotionally mature character in this whole story. Air quotes again, right? (laughs) Which is like not a hugely high bar, but but yeah, you're right. Mom has completely checked out. Yep, she does not know how to handle you know the situation at all. Which hey, I understand. You know those, I understand that as a mom. Um, but you know, the dad's, the feud there and the, just the defunct dysfunctionality, mm-hmm. it's just so rampant. The story it's, you know, like no matter where they find it. And then the kids end up just finding even more getting robbed again, robbed by, know, farmers. by farmers. And, can I, can I just say also <laughs> that, that particular scene where they pull, once they like look in the rear view mirror and see her with a wad of cash in the back of the truck, oh, and then they pull bills. over and then they just start grabbing the girl and they grab the, the boy and they're just like yanking them out of the That's car. That's our money. You have this like 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 high-end banjo theme going right. on. Right. And I can just imagine this sort of, uh, you know, you, you change the music on that or take the music away completely, That's, that scene changes That's completely. So it just becomes this really it dark... It becomes adults robbing children and yes. then leaving right. them by the side of the road? It's, it's, yeah. it's a really dark scene, here. but it's just like, oh, we'll just put some banjo music on there, and now it's hijinks. But the, the adults in this story are all just mildly annoyed that there are unsupervised children in yeah. their midst. The guy at the bus <laughs> station, the cops, the woman at the diner, everyone's just like... Get these kids out of here. Oh, yes. You should get those kids out of there. <laughs> They're in a casino. <laughs> and why are they here? Where I are think their parents? Laws. And you know, at no point do they do we ever take a harder look at Haley's story. Why was she just at a bus station alone? She all the stories she tells about Oh no, she says she it's knows because, truckers. Her dad's yeah, sending her. Her dad's home. a trucker yeah. and her dad felt bad about taking her all over the country in his truck, so he you left her to her. his own her own devices uh-huh. instead to walk around you know, rural Nevada. To take the bus yeah. uh, And now she's a con man who talks like a middle aged man wrote all of her dialogue. And <laughs> you, what you have to ask yourself is why does she know all these things? Like, why uh-huh. does she uh, think to say, like, I know how to get rid of this guy. Don't worry about it. This old trick. Yeah, they, he mm-hmm. touched yeah. my breast. Like, whoa, and Haley. Like, how old is he? Pump the brakes. Yeah, it's just like, you're not even 16 yet, and you know but, this, like, you know, or no like 18. End, like, you shouldn't even know that that's a thing. Like, the end of the story, she just, like, is with Corey, yeah, like, uh-huh. Corey's family. I guess yeah. she's our sister uh-huh. now. Yeah, none of the adults it, are like, how could we just out? talk for a second about who this <laughs> child is? Where did she come from? And who what are we doing she? with her? What is your name, sweetheart? Like, <laughs> stepdad did not come out and say, I'm not responsible for this one, though. So, hey, nope. I, I know, maybe he they changed. They just take her man. home they're, with them. They're pretty loosey-goosey on unaccompanied minors yes. in general in that particular family, so. Oh, my God. And, Yeah. Okay. But, and then back to the, the uh, bounty hunter for kids. 
Um, <laughs> he goes, he like every, all the adults resort to violence so quickly, including slamming their cars into each other. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, speed. Bo Bridges and Christian Slater, by the <laughs> end of the movie, movie, I don't even think they're looking for the brothers anymore. No. They're just going oh, after no, the bounty not. hunter. Like, yeah. like, and it's they so see shocking. Him, Let's ram him and tear, it, take out his car. Their part of it is like Mad Max. And then yeah. um, at the very end, it's when like they go, there's like a, the Universal tour, and yeah. the kids are on the Universal like tram ride, and then the bounty hunter's on the Universal tram ride, and then Christian Slater and Bo Bridges co-chasing after it. And I'm convinced that they're going after the bounty hunter and not the kids who are also on that train. They're not even worried and about it. And they go and they get in the fist fight with the, the bounty hunter guy, that guy. Uh, and instead of like, oh, our kids are running away. No, no, let's go punch this guy some more. It's also a commercial for Universal Studios. Let's not forget oh, that. Yes. We get a whole... As much as it is but, a video game. So movie. that's another... Tie- there are at least three Pee-wee's Big Adventure tie-ins. One of them being <laughs> the chase through a movie studio. Uh, the second being that Christian Slater at one point early in the movie, which I, I want to talk for just a minute about why Christian Slater is in this movie, because it <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, like, chill out, Dad. It's not like I'm cutting tags off mattresses, which uh-huh. apparently we were was... real worried about that in 1989. Did someone in 1989, like, get arrested for that and, like, put in prison for the rest of their life? I it think must that, have. Was, that was just sort of a... It was a, a... An a stand- ease, it was low-hanging comedy fruit. Yeah, like, it was like a stand You had a mattress, and there was a do-not-cut-off thing. And for some reason, it got into the zeitgeist, and it became low-hanging comedic fruit. Like, well, I'm Airline bringing it back. Food. Yeah. I'm bringing it back. Bringing it back. Um, uh, and then I think they actually mentioned Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah, yeah, on one of the... Yeah. Pee Wee Herman Do you remember and... what moment it was? It was... When yeah. well, they were on the tram Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new movie with Pee Wee Herman, a romance. Josh on oh, board. That's right. Um, yes, our, our in case it didn't come through on the audio, our uh, a lovely audience member pointed out that it is on the tram when they talk about an upcoming romantic comedy between Pee Wee Herman and Josh Agabor. So Which so. just to picture that again, well, it's one of those. Did we really need to have that moment? Well, did we? Did that's we, from a Pee-wee different. Herman. I don't know. Pee Wee Herman was a giant a of the late eighties. So oh, I absolutely. Think... Um, but you, so Christian Slater. So I kind of looked it up because I was very confused. In the trailer, Fred Savage is top built. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, All, and he's just coming off of Princess Bride. Like, Fred he's Savage. Gonna, and the Wonder, Wizard. And the Wonder Years. Princess yeah. Bride, yeah. the Wonder Years, and uh, Little Monsters is yes. also the same year as this. So he's a huge star. Uh, and Christian Slater <laughs> is not quite there yet. In night, in, he, but he's been in Heathers. Heathers exists in yeah, The Name of the Rose. Isn't, didn't that movie get nominated for Oscars? I don't know about that Do you that even one. know what, what I'm talking about? Yeah. There are barely um, any video games in that movie, though. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, Bo so, Bridges uh, is the quote-unquote star. Yeah. He's the biggest. I, when, I saw, when I saw the cast-wise, I was pretty excited about it. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is going to be great. <laughs> no. Why did I go in with expectations? I was upset that the Power Glove was not listed as a cast as member. As a cast member, yeah. <laughs> it really should have been. It should, that should be the cast list, just the things that it's a commercial uh-huh. for. Super <laughs> Nintendo 3. Right. Mario 3, Universal Studios, Power Glove. <laughs> and some actors. Fred Savage, that underneath. Oh, wow. uh, but Young Guns 2 and Pump Up the Volume came out in 1990, so I guess Christian Slater... He was just arriving. Yeah. Just getting He's going there. Just showing up with his gravelly voice goodness. He wasn't a star enough yet to where he could say no to this role, and it was still like, <laughs> I gotta do what's coming at right. me. I'm I taking guess. It. I I. I think I mentioned this in the Young Guns. Maybe not, because he's only in Young Guns 2, but I, I do have an autographed 
photo of Christian Slater that I sent away for oh. in like the back of a like teen beat magazine. Like they would list all the addresses of the young stars of the day. And if you sent a letter in the mail with a stamp. In the mail? Yes, it's yes. this thing where a man <laughs> comes to your home. How do you email a stamp? Collects paper <laughs> and then takes it away and brings it to a place. So I have it in autographed photo of Christian Slater. Because you, because oh. his it's address coveted. popped up in the magazine, I'm sure he appreciates that, and so that anyone who wants his well, autograph can send him. Like a so it's kind of like in comic books, how in the back yeah. there were advertisements for sea monkeys and stuff. So yeah, in like exactly. Teen Beat and I Tiger mean, Beat, was you this, flip to the back in there. Was this, this with his like consent? Did he say, "Yeah, go ahead and put my address in the back of this Teen"? <laughs> yeah, magazine. yeah, it was like their or fan like, mail. It's not like they had their fan base, like you know, like that ran, you know, collecting all of their mail and sending out the materials and stuff like that. So. It, if you were hit that part of being in Teen Beat magazine, mm-hmm. that was one of like the hookups. Is like you know you had that connection with your fans a little bit yep. more. Hey, it was dreamy, man. You could get and a that lot was of it, that was, was the only way to like show your fandom was to buy those magazines, tear out the pictures, paste them to your wall, and like maybe write a letter to Mark Paul Gosseler, who never <laughs> returned my uh, <sighs> message. Oh. Christian Slater did though, so. Hey, he is warm in my heart. Uh, behind us is an image of Tobey Maguire, who's in this movie. I just thought we should all know. Oh, man. There he is. Yeah. Baby Tobey Maguire. There he is. Oh, there yeah. He is. Wow. Baby to- is this like his debut? It like, is his on-screen, on-screen debut. debut. Awesome. Wow. The Wizard. Practically his off-screen debut. I, I, when I first He's saw barely... it, I, really, I was convinced he was the chubbier kid. And I was like, uh-huh. wow. And then, no, I looked just yeah. over the chubby kid's shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, is that a mullet? Yeah. Of course it is. It was the 80s. It's Everyone had mullets. Heck yeah, he's it was the late it. 80s. It's probably a hyper-color shirt. Wow. It does look like one, doesn't I it? I just want this, to slap his yeah, chest now. This, so this movie is 1989. There's so many things in it that started, I mean, that's, that look so 90s, mm-hmm. you know, like especially towards the end and... How everything, it's like a lot, a lot of the colors just reminded me of like Power Rangers yep. and like. Very neon. Yeah, like the first computer like visual effects and mm-hmm. and the, the the neons and also like the need that it's, the, the thought that it's okay to have like red and blue and yellow and green and purple all in the same set, you yeah. know, just like all together. Well, that, it's very brought to you by Nickelodeon. Yeah, yes, exactly. Absolutely. I was definitely waiting for a couple of those. When are they going to get slimed moments? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was definitely some setups for it. I was like, "Come on!" Like you know, I wanted a Home Alone punchline here or there, a, a little bit more comedic relief in there, and I didn't get it. I, I was a little disappointed by that because, like, it the just director thought creepy. he was making a noir movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he was not sure about the comedy. It was definitely and, a dramedy. And the stuff that's in there that is meant to be funny is actually, like, it's almost all disturbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Including the moment from the trailer where he's like, yeah, well, just keep your power gloves off her. And it's like, first of all, he has not acknowledged that she exists. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's directed at his, his smart meets. I don't know what the name of that character is. Like, Lucas. Lucas. Lucas, that's right. Yeah. I, I kept thinking of him as Chet. He looks like a Chet. Chet. He's just, oh, my gosh. Like weird science. Yeah, he, I don't know. Just, I, Chet that's is, when I think of Chet, that's super like a weird science. Super rich, <laughs> pretentious guy. And, uh, you know, he's living in rural Nevada. But alone. He owns, All these kids ev- just yeah, live alone There's no trailers. adults around. And no one ever discusses, why aren't just you like school, Pokemon. So I assume just it's like in the summer. Exactly. <laughs> You didn't get to finish your Pokemon analogy. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah. it, it was deeper, but 
let's no, continue. No. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Free let's let's continue. Uh, we're just kind of all over well, the place. Uh, no yeah. Lucas owns every Nintendo game. All Lucas is the Gary Oaks of Pokemon. Of he has ninety-seven video games. Well, wait. Let's circle back to the to the keeper power gloves offer moment. Well, I guess it all ties in with the discussion of Lucas. What even is he? Like, he's a child too. Mm-hmm. We have he's, to assume. Well, yeah, that they're all under fifteen. Teen, teenager, you know, going yeah. on here, but he's but he's got minions. Yeah, the following well, every yeah. every bully they come across comes in a pack of three, basically. Yeah, they really so did. they they That's true. he's got his two minions, and then they have another bully who's got two minions, and then you know the farmer, I guess, I think had a couple of guys with him when they. Pull over and rob them and leave them on the street. Can we watch the clip of meeting Lucas and just hear him brag about his uh... his power glove? Lucas, Lucas, nobody's better than Lucas. Lucas is awesome. Why is that kid also unsupervised? And uh, where might we find us, Lucas? On a porch. He's so The cool. music, though. I love the so, Western music that. I'm sorry. That happens again. You know, and and it just. I love how they come back with it. It's great. This guy? I don't get it. Is he like a poster child for someone? What does that mean? For your information, butthead, Ooh. he's headed for the video championships in Los Angeles. Cool. Is that right? Well, let's just see how good he is then. Guys? Hold my sunglasses. This is just like a Pokemon battle. It is. <laughs> Unsupervised children. No adults. This is what happens. They start to video game battle it out. Mm-hmm. That's at least a safer way. Okay, so he's got a, a case with his name on it, and there's the power glove. And the a bulletproof case. The drastically changes the drama. They're watching Hollywood Squares. Jim J. Bullock on the TV right there. His groupie's just setting it up right now. Okay. <laughs> right. Setting up his microphone and bottle of water. They're on a screened-in <laughs> patio. It's in Arizona. Uh-huh. They're a great pick, though. They really are. This is Rad Racer. Rad Racer. Look how straight he drives <laughs> <laughs> with the power glove. kids like just uh, ease up for its average. His little brother was like a little like, you know, come Seriously, on. Seriously, you're embarrassing me. I'm out of here. Yeah. I had to bring up captions. It almost it almost sounded like he said, 
I loved Power Glove. It was so bad. And that's true. <laughs> so apparently, it's, it, it was. So this is like what the Wii fifteen years before, twenty yeah. years before, whatever. Basically. And really, to press the buttons, like the A and B buttons on that, you're just moving your little finger. You're moving your finger and your thumb the whole time. Every time you're jumping and pressing, how exhausting would that be? Just your 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 hmm. first finger and your thumb. I'm thinking about it and doing it now in the air. And, it, and they didn't. It looks cool when you're doing it. It lo- did that's, it because I, I look arthritic doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh, you look like you, I, it's again before your time. It looks like Thanos. You're just kind of <laughs> reaching out and magically controlling fate. <laughs> you know yes. what it looks like? It looks exactly like in the movie. Johnny Mnemonic, where he goes into the computer <laughs> world and he just is a hand that's moving and selecting things, mm-hmm. and that was two thousand and something, right? So might be two thousand, might be. Uh, Watch, it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it came out right after this. Uh, yeah, but they invented a lot of games that they thought would be so cool for the Power Glove, and and they were mostly like. You're, you're stocking shelves, and you just mm. grab a can and put it where it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, turn a dial, slightly balance something like this. But yeah, Shelf it's exactly stalker other from, uh-huh. punching, other than some of the so. more violent games. But yeah. yeah. So, an- another, th- another thing I want to bring up is uh, video game playing acting. Yes. It's almost on par with uh, movie driving, where you've got... So the way that they do these driving rigs is that they're actually not controlling the car. It's being pulled along. It's actually being put up on something. So even if you turn the wheel, nothing's going to happen. So you get people who are driving like this. It looks like they're 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 weaving between trees like an uh, Endor or something like that. And so but so the video game acting especially from people uh who have no idea what a video game is they're it's not like when you actually play it here craig actually pretend to play a nintendo game all right yep your hands are still yep and it's just your 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 thumbs that are moving that's how you play a video game and so these guys it's it's like again it's almost like it's a virtual reality rig Mm -hmm. they're holding the tiny controller and they're flying (laughs) over the room and every moment is like oh my god it's so dangerous i've just learned i've been video gaming the wrong the entire time because that is exactly how i look (laughs) yep i am driving that car and i am like falling over to my left completely Mm -hmm. over to my right you know i mean if i'm that that is probably why maybe i I just vr is because Mm -hmm. i will just fall and trip and and all that shenanigans happens because it happened just with the regular Nintendo. Yep. Maybe I'm just, I repress my emotions too much and I'm just too cold. You, well, <laughs> I, I was also say my my son always ends up sweaty when he's done playing video games because he's like jump 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 dodge to the left dodge to the right. <laughs> right. He's he's living you experience that it. moment. But I think you're right. I think adults, especially adult men, just sit there and it's just it's all thumbs. Mm-hmm. And no, they don't even like move it's their heads. Zen. Even yes. PC gaming, I find myself sometimes I will actually move. And Grab like, the monitor. Try, and yeah, I no, I have had a couple of rage moments there where oh, I did that, <laughs> but you know, I will like with my mouse, I'll be like, I'll be like, all right, you know, just move around. Still, like I can't control myself. I have to move with whatever action's happening on the screen, mm-hmm. like with me. I and am that as an ball. actor, would <laughs> like if someone was like, no, act like you're playing a video game. Wouldn't you add some? Yes. Absolutely, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add in a little bit of yeah. I'm going this way. You, I'm 
doing great. You know, you got to add in that drama, the they the over exaggeration. So, mm-hmm. but they really took it to another level. Oh, they did. They really they were. Did. There was we're, so we're talking about acting. you, Bo Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's my that son up there. Yeah. That was that's that was the son. dad's story arc. Was that yeah. at the beginning of the movie, he's arguing with his older son, Christian Slater, about who we learn junk it food was the cause of drinking. Jennifer's death. And oh, because he was supposed to be babysitting. Yep, yep. and that was the source and of their you, strained relationship. Yeah, so yeah. But, but again, that just kind of gets it shoehorned into the first ten minutes, uh, or just it's just a big mess in terms of the backstory of these characters. But they go on the road trip. He and the son go on the road trip, and at the beginning, uh, Christian Slater decides as a hoot to bring his Nintendo with him on this road trip where they're trying yes. to find uh, his two brothers. Oh, just I'll bring my. You know, I'll bring my Nintendo and some games in case we have a moment but not in, 97 in this desperate games. search. Because no, only no, no, Lucas no. Barton has 97 games. Yeah, right? not 97 <laughs> games. He has a select few, like Zelda 2 and Super Mario Brothers 2. And, and Ninja Turtles. And so, yeah, at the beginning, like, they're getting their car repaired, and he's, like, in the back of the repair shop, and he plugged his Nintendo into the TV just for a quick game, and then the the dad is like, "Oh, you're wasting your time with those those video games are for for losers and and idiots." And then, like at the hotel later, he's Bo Bridges is up all night playing video playing mm-hmm. the video games, and his arc is complete now. He's now obsessed with video games because the rest of the movie, it's now Christian Slater's like, "Yeah, shouldn't we be finding?" The Lost Kids? No, no. I've gotten the golden key. I can can get past the river of What he's really saying is like, no, I've I've found a way to escape the terrible reality that I live in. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now I want to live in, uh, what's the name of the Zelda world? Damn it, it would have been funny. Hyrule. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) You can edit it in. Say Hyrule. (laughs) Oh, I'm just going to escape my troubles and go live in Hyrule now. I'm going to edit out all the other stuff and people are going to think I'm so cool. That's right. Um, you know. Yeah, it. no, you're you're 100% right. That's and at the end he's he everybody completely ends whatever they were upset about once they realize Everyone that goes he's to in the video a contest. Game contest. Yeah, oh, and, and he's doing well. That's like the biggest thing, you know, including like, the bounty hunter. Yeah, the yeah. bounty hunter stuff. I know that, I know that kid. That's well, so, creepy too. It's like, yeah. so creepy. This entire so didn't the uh, stakes entirely vanish at that point? Yeah. Whether he won well, or not, well, so everyone's with him now. An, an alternate reality. Like, yeah. This entire movie posits a world where children don't need supervision, and that video games hitchhiking is awesome. Hitch- well, but it's <laughs> that video games have the this so much importance. It's almost kind of like playing like a, a game of pool that you just bet on these things like yeah there were like two businessmen in their 50s uh-huh. playing an arcade game the only adults we see in the <laughs> yeah. entire movie like traveling salesmen mm-hmm. really into this arcade game and then they even like bet on it and then they lose so this and then the idea of this championship is so big that it converts everyone including the bounty hunter i know that guy i know that guy it's yes. just it's just this skewed alternate version of reality. Mm-hmm. Also, that video game championship had a very large and enthusiastic crowd watching other people play video games. Oh yeah, and the weirdest host. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So aggressive. He, yes. he was now, very. Part of my job is hosting events, <laughs> and I'll tell you what won't happen is that I won't not have any confirmation that our third contestant is there, <laughs> and just. Hope introduce him appears and, and the third yeah. person jimmy 
Maybe I don't see him. Jimmy yeah. is here. Still haven't had me? Word. Jimmy, anybody? Hello? Bueller? Right? Like, <laughs> that's not how you handle. move on without pointing out that the third contestant is missing, right? Yeah, but I do, but I think that maybe Again, is no the best care part for of the movie. kids. Where the, the screen comes up and he's just back there like, hi. Oh. Holding his little lunchbox. <laughs> Jimmy, this is my lunchbox. Yeah, so for uh, the audience at home and here, um, um, the uh, the movie ends with the big video game showdown in Los Angeles. Yeah, part one of the movies ends with that. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole idea is that they've been on the road, but they've been playing video games. Oh, can we watch the montage oh. of uh, her calling Nintendo Power Magazine where one guy works in a room full of binders? <laughs> Uh, it's the it's the, uh, it's the best job ever. So this, this is guy. this is the version of the training montage like yep. you see in Rocky. Uh-huh. Here you go, up there. Nintendo game playing. This is Rick. Can I help you? Hi, my name is Haley, and I've got a wizard who's going all the way to the championships in Los Angeles. Is that so? All I need is a little help. Okay, let's start with Simon's quest. They're in a casino. Is that like a 14-year-old cocktail waitress? Yeah, she looks more like nine dressed up to be at like 16, but yeah, definitely. And Fred Savage is wearing sunglasses inside and being a douche. Perfect. It's this guy's risky well, it is Reno. going on. This is, that's <laughs> the, now the Rain Man look. Yep, yeah. exactly. He's in the Tom Cruise moment. So here's the thing, though, is that the kid, the wizard, is practicing on an arcade game and not a Nintendo. And they're that's radically right. different. That's exactly right. But this guy, the, the tech support guy, is becoming really invested right now. Yep. Yeah. Not that he'll ever show up in the movie again. Oh, Mega Man. And I, I thought Jake Man. from State Farm had a hard job. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the arcade version and the home versions were always different, different, like radically different, even like a different story. Yep. Look, he's got, look at all the paper cups he's got. Haley is by the pool reading a Cosmo. Not appropriate. <laughs> Metroid. Best game ever. Oh, I had that game. RC Pro-Am. Is that Contra? What is she writing on these pages? That she, what is Tip, this man telling tips her? And tricks, I think it's I his guess. scores and stuff on each of the games. And she's like calling in saying he's done this amazing. Here's That's Contra. Contra. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden. Now she is losing enthusiasm and she is gaining enthusiasm. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to ditch these guys and find some new kids to grift with. Yep. It's worth noting, by the way, they have him training. We need you to be great at every single Nintendo game. And um, in the end, when they go to the gaming championship... The the the, pro, the initial round is uh, Ninja Gaiden. Yep. 
as we're calling it, uh, which he was already naturally good at. Yeah. So <laughs> those other 96 games that he trained so intensely on and called tech support and there's, spent hours and hours yeah. on, pointless. Waste of time. There's no points in Legend of Zelda. No. Why would you need to... No. Why do you have yeah. to master that? Like, yeah. how how do you master that? Yeah. <laughs> and some of these is like, all right, get as far as you can in Super Mario 2 in 10 minutes. Well, everyone can get kind 10 of... 10 minutes. That's it. That's all. 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get to two levels, and everyone will get to two levels. And so whoever gets slightly more coins the more po- on the way... But that then... would be the better strategy would just be to, like, kill something and get coin, 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 yeah. rather mm-hmm. than to try and get to the end. Um, but I, I do love the end where Jimmy is trying to win this competition and we talk about video game acting. Lucas is like glancing over, glancing over. So as intense. If, as if, uh, he's as coming if up on me. Looking at him will somehow Wait, do I'll it. watch his yeah. game instead and see how so well he's So it comes down to, to three people at yep. the very end. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Lucas. Lucas. And Mora. And Mora. Who comes out of nowhere and should have won. And goes to that, yeah. <laughs> because it, it would be a better movie if she It would won. have been so much better. There are two things that would have made this a better movie. I'll tell you the other one a little there bit in a minute. There are 22 things. Two changes I would have made and would have made it, you know, it still be itself, but it would have made it better. But one is, Mora, is her name Mora? Mora. See, at this point, all his family is in the crowd cheering him on. His his conflict about being sent to an asylum or something is pretty much done. The family's coming together already. Mm-hmm. Whether he wins or loses is kind of immaterial. I mean, Haley I know, gets a new trailer dad. home, I think, if they win the prize. I don't think he, they would have taken him home. I think that stepdad would have thrown him right back into... If he know. lost? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, if he wins, He's I love him now. He's got to prove his worth right now, and uh-huh. that's how he did. He, he had to win something and make, I, do, do something so grandiose in order for his family to say, hey, we accept you for who you are. I think but they was, still send him home with Bo still, Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> and they allow Bo Bridges to drive them home in the bed of a truck if Mora, from Los though, Angeles to Utah. In the back safe. of the truck, yeah. That was safe back then, right? Yeah, back on the freeway. When, oh, yeah. Yeah. With the child pushing, they kidnapped. 80. Yeah, who's known for <laughs> just leaving things and, you know, taking off. But Mora so should have won. Play. They should have just, okay, yeah. Lucas is a jerk and, you know, Jimmy's just playing the play mm-hmm. and so just give it to Mora. What does she ever do to anybody? Now Not she comes in third. Thing. Well, we got, like, throughout the movie we at least had interactions with Lucas. So we, we knew who his character was. And then, like you said, Mora was totally just thrown out there. I want to know a little bit more about her. her how, she, how did she get there? You know, I didn't get any of that interaction. How come she her, just happened you know, to she be at Universal be... Studios that day with her family? She's a finalist. She's, she's a wizard, the, too. She's, yeah. I, and, you know, we know nothing about her other than, you know, she does some of her great acting there, too. Her video game acting with the, oh, you know, moments and stuff. Yeah. And just really plowing on. And I'm just yeah. thinking... Somebody didn't shave her mustache. Oh, oh. Poor Mora. I was like, Mora, oh. somebody didn't shave Mora's mustache. I felt bad for her. Get yeah. that waxed. <laughs> poor thing. Um, but yeah, there is the whole creepy romance element, too, between Fred Savage and Haley, where it's like, we don't need that. So if we're making this movie better, just eliminate that whole thing because he even, like, he's. That felt he's, very much he's like. He's nagging yeah. her. You need into to kissing. add this. They can't Him. just have sort of an unspoken chemistry. Not that they do, but uh, <laughs> because they're no, no, no. Children. They need to have a scene where they talk about kissing and then they kiss because they don't want to kiss or something. Just 
I know, right? It, it must somewhere. have been legally obligated to make sure that this movie had to be like 105 minutes. There's no reason why this movie was 105 minutes <laughs> unless the- there was a legal repercussion. It can't be a commercial for Nintendo unless so, it's 105 minutes I, so, that qualifies right. for the movie being a full-fledged movie instead. Yeah. So I tallied every time I paused the movie to see how much was left. Oh, no. Oh, oh Nathan. How many times? 15. Oh, damn. <laughs> It was Yikes. how early did you start? Two minutes in. Oh, God. <laughs> Two minutes in, you're like, wait a minute. Wait but to a be minute. honest, it was like, okay, how long? What am is I this? getting into here? Um, oh All my right. goodness! All right, is there anything that we missed that anybody wants to? I wanted to mention to? One, the the second thing I thought that would have made this uh, a more entertaining movie is. You keep the child bounty hunter in, but you replace him with a better child bounty hunter, the one from Raising Arizona. Oh, <laughs> That would have made the uh, subplot where they're like crashing into each other's cars much more interesting when you're doing it with this big, uh, what's his name, Randall Cobb, I think? The big hairy yeah. biker with a bandolier of grenades. <laughs> and uh-huh. it would have been like genuinely intimidating instead of really just cr- completely creepy. Uh, but yeah, that w- I, you, if you had somehow crossed that character over and had him in mm-hmm. there instead of the guy we got, the creepy, creepy, creepy. You don't even have to change much of anything else. Just put him in there because that would just would have been so much more. Or if you hired fun. instead of just like a, a single dude, like you hired a company that does yeah. this, and then you put like a, this weird twist that they've got this van like with four guys in it, yeah. a windowless you know? van, a windowless full of candy. Full of, it's a child catching SWAT team. Yeah, <laughs> they have candy like in there and, too, and, they've, yeah. and they're, they're communicating with base, and it's like yeah. just overdone. Um, we we came to this diner where we heard the kids had been seen. Yeah, they're not here, but there are forty seven other unsupervised children. I feel like we it's probably a bounty on them too. It's payday. Yeah. How do you think we pay for this um, van? Oh I I, I want to talk just briefly about the actual end of the movie where they go to California, and uh, we that's another Pee Wee Herman tie in because they go to Cabazon where the dinosaurs are. Yeah, that's Jimmy's California. And uh, we finally see, well, we learn halfway through the movie, but the family learns what's in this lunchbox that he carries around, which is photographs and mementos of his dead sister, because he wants to leave her someplace where they were all happy together, their whole family, excluding stepdad from car commercials. And And Haley. And, and Haley. Haley. She's not in there She's yet. not in She's there. Not, she wasn't Wait, part of it. who are She's you? <laughs> Do you two know each Wait, other? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Where, uh, where are you from? And <laughs> are we keeping this child? I don't think we should keep this child. Uh, and free? that's the moment when the mom is like, you should take both our sons home. Or, or And it's like, but there's three of them, actually. (laughs) There's actually three. She's like, no, I'm still not cool with Christian Slater. You should have been watching them. That's Um, in the next movie. She's a great mother. We get the end of that. But like the uh, the thing that bugs me too, obviously their treatment of... of (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Forget helicopter parenting. Yeah, and she's not concerned at all about her kid just running across the country. She hired a much better bounty hunter to track him down. Oh, they hire a Pikachu actually yes, to track them down. More subtle. Um, Sorry, your point was. No, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well, they sort of imply that he caught autism from having watched his sister die, and they also sort of imply oh, that man. she had the same thing. Like he says, like she didn't even try to swim out. 
of the she lake. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I, she does. She wasn't trying it was to. Confusing that they the way they were explaining. It, like she didn't even like she wasn't even downstream or something like that. And she they didn't say she drowned. She just said she died. Yeah, yeah it was really. I, I was confused on how she actually died and like you know. And he was and watching he, her, but mm-hmm. wouldn't save her. I think and, yeah. that they had this whole family backstory that was a movie in and of itself. And they had to cut out pretty much all of it to fit in the video game <laughs> stuff and the romantic, the kid romantic subplot. But I think that they had this very complicated thing about this kid who was learning to overcome his the loss of his twin sister mm-hmm. and the breakup of his family. And, uh, you know, this person was married to this person and they broke up and then this person had this person, they had kids and then this person died and then they broke up and now this person lives with this person and this person and this person is remarried. And they just like... Rather than well, just and simplify the <laughs> this and say, okay, well, yes, they, this family is split up, and this little kid is not gotten over the death of his twin sister. Let's leave it there. Instead, they they kept all of the unspoken backstory in and tried to cram it into half of a scene mm-hmm. uh, at the very end to kind of give it more pathos, but they didn't want to cut it out and simplify it. They just said, well will imply that there was a thing. Something specifically happened with the sister and uh, anything we had about uh, Christian Slater's character being negligent or uh, drama that they originally had this movie for. I, I just feel like the, the guy who came up with this story originally was like crying when they said, no, no, <laughs> this, this was a whole movie in and of itself. We're cutting out only... We're cutting everything out, putting in Super Mario Brothers three and Fred Savage. And <laughs> it was just a like, rewrite you know, that they end up having to like you know refilm later you yeah, know, to make this. But movie work. they should have just like simplified the the tragedy plot as well, and they didn't. So now they have these loose threads hanging mm-hmm. about what exactly happened here. It's still very vague, but I guess it's resolved because he's going to get better now that he. Delivered he his lunchbox. Yeah, yeah that's, I guess that's, you know, our sleepless in Seattle moment. They meet. Now he's cured. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the <sighs> 80s, he, like... it, it felt like they wanted to say autism, but they were afraid to. Uh-huh. And so they just said, no, he's traumatized. And so he can be fixed. Yeah. And they didn't know what else to do with it. So they just kind of kept it vague and sketchy. He can be fix- mm. fixed by Nintendo. Which game. you can buy for the low low price of like? Didn't you feel like maybe at the end of the movie they should people have been handing out? Like, yeah, I think you got coupons they were, when you went. It would have been so good is if at the end of the movie, then it just goes straight into now for this pr- you can purchase. So I'm Fred Savage to redeem your ticket, ten percent off of the like, Power Glove. Or when you buy your ticket, you get a free subscription to Nintendo <laughs> Power Nintendo Magazine. Power. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. And Universal sure. Studios, and mm-hmm. you're going to get a coupon book when you magazine. leave the theater tonight. And Power. Magazine, unofficial. Yeah, there was Nintendo. What Nintendo Power, right? Yeah. And then there was also Power Magazine, like the unofficial Nintendo guide. Nice. They, oh, they this is a, this is an image in. I found. There was a lot of things that you can find if you look for it. it was like why the movie is is incorrect, but neither <laughs> of those Nintendos are turned on. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> still. The power button is not. The red light is not on. <laughs> That's something I found on, on the internet. Um, well, if okay. we're, we're going to be picky about that, I want to add one that I was not going to mention, but now I will. Uh, I didn't know where they were in Utah originally, but they were at a Utah bus station, and they wanted to get to L.A., and they said it was going to be like $225 uh-huh. to take a bus, a one-way trip to L.A., and I felt like that was an awful lot. <laughs> like so, they could have flown uh-huh. for that much? Yeah. that's it's. I, I looked up Greyhound today, actually last night, 
and it said uh, uh, I just said Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City to Los Angeles, and it was one hundred and ten dollars, which is almost half mm-hmm. of what they said, and that's in today's dollars. And so it's sort of a ticky tack thing to complain about based on everything else to complain about. So I didn't, but with your power, if we're just doing right. inconsistencies and errors, it's like complaining a, about wallpaper when the Titanic yeah. is singing. Yeah. I felt like they said a hundred dollars, which is my brand basically. Yeah. <laughs> they had said a hundred and it doesn't even like kill the, the whole plot line that they had mm. where, Oh, it's just too expensive. And Fred Savage had no advanced planning for this. Apparently thought no. No, seven no. bucks was going to get him to LA. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be like ninety dollars to do one way. I think he thought they were going to ride a skateboard the whole way, and they do for. And that was the other thing. In the back of you know hostess uh, the, commercials from right? the yeah. supervised bread truck. Yes, a, a cross country hostess truck. <laughs> I love and, that. I, I wanted to hover really bad. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, dang it, I want a ding dong now. I got <laughs> three quarters of yeah. the movie is them getting from somewhere in Utah to Reno, Nevada, mm-hmm. and then the that's a a pretty sizable journey, especially if you don't have conventional means of transportation. But they do hitchhiking. They, they hooker by crook. They're getting from there to Reno. And then um, uh, when we get to the third act of the story, it's just from Reno, which is almost as far away to L.A. as, as Salt Lake City is, distance-wise. Reno to L.A., it's just... With truckers. Yeah, Stinky, or whatever yep. his name was. Spanky is Spanky. 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 Oh, there's is a guy who will take us too? to L.A. Let's stick to I just never right? bothered to tell you guys. And then it's just fade out, fade in. We're in L.A. now. And yep. like three quarters of their long road trip <laughs> is just, oh, and then they got there. Them hitchhiking. Well, I love their Reno, their Reno experience, though. I, 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 that made me excited to go to Reno. Because I was like, I never saw Reno through the eyes of, you know... Anyone can gamble. Have you visited Reno through the eyes of a child? (laughs) Where prostitution is legal. And they have arcades that are like casinos complete with the the waitresses, as we saw. Child labor is legal there in Reno because you're... You need a child waitress. Candy cigarettes. You need child romance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a line from the trailer. Romance. Like... No, there shouldn't be romance. Uh, so on a, on Don't a worry, it's barely to, there. On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, one, 1 to 10 power gloves. Of, oh, power gloves, perfect. I was going to say lunchboxes full of uh, cherished mementos of your dead sister. Uh, we'll go power gloves. <laughs> so on a scale of 1 to 10 power gloves, how many power gloves do you give the movie, Erica? Oh, four. Four, four power gloves. Yeah, four power That's gloves. generous. Yeah. I'll be generous. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's it's it holds on you know, for like when it came out because I when I started talking about it and I brought it up to folks you know who might have seen the movie I was actually really surprised on how many people had seen it. Yeah. I you know I was like I haven't seen it and everyone's like oh yeah it was the, you know it was the greatest movie ever and we saw Mario three and blah 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 and I was like okay maybe it's not so bad. But yeah, no, I'll be I'll be generous just because it does have a, a following of people who still really like the movie. But they only remember the Nintendo. They part. only that's, remember the twenty minute segment at the end. Yeah, that's they all. Yeah, they they remember, that's yeah, all they I remember. Possibly remember the other traumatizing yeah. moments. And I thought Disney was bad with killing off, you know, moms, moms at the beginning yeah. of every movie. But this, <laughs> this, like, they just, you know, we're going to institutionalize the kid, and then at the end, we're going to kill off the twin sister mm-hmm. and tell you why we're actually traumatized into dysfunctional family. You know, but it's Such a happy ending because he still won. Yay! Yay! They go to Universal Studios. Oh, they don't go to Disneyland afterwards. 
Just kidding. They can't. They, they have to contractually. contractually. They stay yeah. in Man. <laughs> That's why right. you don't win American Idol. They went to Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> they won't care. Aww. I'm giving think? this movie three power gloves. Oh, okay. Three power gloves. Wow. You didn't like it at all. Nothing redeemable? <sighs> Just honestly, I would have given it a lower score except for like the 20-minute video game championship. That was yeah. fun. That was that had production design and it had... It was yeah, it was fun and it brought back memories, but the rest of it, oh man! <laughs> what about you, Greg? I give it uh, two power gloves with a faulty cord. Wow! Wow! Which just, <laughs> I, I guess I was being generous. It's, wow. it's strictly strictly for show because you know you have the nostalgia value with the, the video games, but at the same time, it really feels like it was. Hey, look at it, it was a you know a ninety five minute. Or however long it was, and 105 minutes. I didn't. I, I, hour forty five minutes. I I did not count how many times I looked to see how much time was left. I didn't think to do did you beat, that. Did you beat my score? I may have because it was constantly. It was like, all right, I'm going to have to stop here and just kind of collect myself. There was there was very little to redeem itself in terms of the nostalgia value for me because I just you know, I already remember those I remembered most of the video games mm-hmm. so I guess it gets the two for that alone the, the it was the hitchhiking thing that really got to me they it was like their second the, they hitchhike one time then they hitchhike another time then the third time she's like saying no 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 we can trust these guys it's the trucker's code and then she starts counting money they pull over. And they are, like, manhandling these kids Mm -hmm. and yanking money out of their clothes, take all of the money, and then just dump them over the side. And, like, then they go back to hitchhiking. The mistake they made was that they were farmers. That's not the farmer's code. No, no, no. Farmers don't have a code. Farmers are kill or be killed. And, yeah, we didn't really mention it, but when Haley saves the day by screaming, he touched my breast! And uh, I was like, okay, that's... That's a little off, especially considering how they didn't react when he, they the guy was carrying off a screaming kid. <laughs> but the little girl shouts, and then they all rush in, and they don't like bring the kids with them to take their testimony or get them nope. back to their parents. <laughs> no, let's let's just grab this guy by each limb and just like ram him through the yeah. door. They and and it's like okay, that joke did not work for me. And then they did it two more times. He's on the payphone saying, you know, calling. The, the mom saying, oh, I'm close, close. She touched my breast. She doesn't even have any breasts. And he's like yelling this on the street. <laughs> and then afterwards, he gets beat up by truckers who apparently know her. And mm-hmm. she told them that, the game. same thing. Yeah. So you touched her breast. Huh? <laughs> and that's the, that was the worst one because you have these big truckers who have a who have a very uh, strong affinity to this girl who's like a a daughter of theirs. The worst they did when they found out this guy molested her was give him a black eye and send him on his way. Uh (laughs) No consequences. No, no, no. None of this worked for me, and um, I felt like the... (laughs) You feel like I should apologize for having made you watch it? That's what I'm hearing you say, Craig. I I will await your apology, but we'll see what your story is. Chrissy... What's your vote? I power give gloves? it a five power gloves because I think that this is a category of movies I love, which is you show them to people who have never saw them in the 80s and they just go, what is this? And you're like, right? What is this? What were they thinking? Yeah, It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh-huh. So on that, it, this scores a 10 out of 10 if that's your only right. scale is to be like, can you believe this nonsense? 
Uh, but I'll, I'll give it a five because, yeah, it's it's not that enjoyable a watch. Tag so I'm going to give it a five because it's not enjoyable to watch. It, but it, it is enjoyable to make other people watch, especially <laughs> if they've never seen it before because you, you're, you'll have something you're to talk about. You're glad to have survived. Yeah. But you didn't enjoy the survival process. Right. It was a long walk in the high desert in the middle of it's summer. It's like getting a Absolutely. cool scar. Right? Absolutely. That's exactly it. Uh, so Box Office Mojo, this movie was number 71 for 1989. So it did better than Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, wow. Uh, and But not as well as uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, and I just wanted to share with you guys the literal translation of the foreign the foreign language titles in some of the other countries where this movie made some money. Uh, it was called Joystick Heroes in Germany, The Wizard of Video Games in Italy, Video Kid in France, The Champion of Video Games in Spain, Game Boy in Sweden. Hey, there you go. Hey. Maybe that inspired you. Yeah. Uh, Game Over in Finland, and The Child Genius in Canada. Child in Canada, where they speak Canadian. I feel like Canada could have figured out a different, a different thing. Um, Okay, so deep cut recommendations. Who has one? I have two. So I have three. So you guys. Oh jeez, trying to pare it down. All right, so I just I did three just to make sure I didn't. Because if these recommendations, if you like this movie, then I'm only going to give one. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't. We might be talking to a very small audience. So my deep cut recommendation is another movie that posits that what everyone loves is far more important and far more dramatic and cinematic, which is over the top and Ooh. arm wrestling. Oh, I have, yeah. I have oh something. <laughs> what? I was going to say. The truck. That was one of mine, too. No, really? really? Yeah. So, well, I only had one, so it's good you guys came with multiple. The truck that Spanky drives is the truck from over the top. What? You can actually see on the side of that it says... The name of his uh, truckering company. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. like oh my God. trucking or something. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So well, that's my recommendation. It's far more ridiculous and um, slightly more entertaining. Was that your? I, well, I can't use that one. And then we also <laughs> used anything else when we kept talking about Rain Man mm-hmm. because it really is the adult version uh, or the child version of, of Rain Man. See the Oscar-winning version of this yeah, movie. We could double down on Over the Top. Yeah, yeah we could double down there. That's always a good one. Can't go wrong there. I love it. I'm going to suggest uh, just one: Little Miss Sunshine. I oh. think that is uh, that is this movie done right. It is a dysfunctional family road trip movie where it's both funny and serious and does both well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess partially because as I was watching this movie, I was thinking of far better movies I could be watching instead. <laughs> and so I, I think... said I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be my recommendation. That's a good one. I like that. Um, so I want to recommend a TV show called The Grinder, which is Fred Savage... Um, as an adult, as an actual, an actual adult, adult, not the little adult <laughs> he always was, um, but he is a lawyer. The premise of the show is that he's a lawyer in real life, and his brother is Rob Lowe, who's been playing a lawyer on TV for many, 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 many years. <laughs> yeah. uh, his show gets canceled, and he moves back and tries to help his actual lawyer brother do actual law by applying oh, his fun. television. Yeah. And it only got one season. 
and then it got canceled, but I loved it, and I feel like maybe if we all watch it, <laughs> it'll, it'll come, come back. Let's watch it right now, guys. It wasn't come back. that bad. I, I have seen the grinder, so yeah, it, all right. it is one to watch if you Check want it out. something to do. If you hate it, I'll apologize to Craig again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, want to recommend going to Cabazon, California, and seeing the dinosaurs that are there, which you cannot go inside. Uh, but there are, it's a whole dinosaur park and museum now uh, that, that has a Ruby's Diner not far from it. And it's a decent place to stop on your way to Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> to beautiful Universal Studios. Yes. Uh, so what? Uh, where can people find you, Erica, if they want to see some of your work? Uh, on September 17th at 8 o'clock on Fox, we'll be airing um, the Manson Lost Tapes. So I'm in that, and I played um, Rosemary LaBianca, one of Charles Manson's victims. So we'll see what happens. I might literally end up on the cutting room floor, no puns intended there, because <laughs> unfortunately her history is rather dark. Um, but outside of that, you can find me on Twitter at EricaConnell3. Why you ask three? Maybe just because I forgot the passwords for one and two. <laughs> so that's where you can find me. Yay! Awesome. And... Uh, Craig Michael Curtis is what people look for to yes. find you. Craig Michael Curtis is my author's name, and uh, you can also find me on Facebook. Very good. Under the same name. <laughs> and there are books that they can read of yours. Oh, yes, I've written books. Go buy them and read them. They are a mystery. You have to find them and hunt them down. <laughs> like a child bounty hunter. And, of course, you can I, find uh, Squishy Studios. I'm on the, the Facebooks and the interwebs and the, the Twitters under Squishy Studios. Um, and then our uh, Voyage Trekkers sci-fi comedy half-hour pilot is still doing film festivals. And you can, you can check out our website, um, voyagetrekkers.com, and see if it's playing near you. Very cool. Uh, as always, you can find me at nctphoenix.com on the interwebs and nctphoenix, the place in real <laughs> life if you're a local in Arizona. And you can find Most Excellent Pod uh, everywhere you find pods. We're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, all that fun stuff. Um, what do we got coming up next? Another movie from 1989, which we referenced a whole bunch in this movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, uh, we have a Yay. guest who is an actor that uh, Nathan has worked with. It's going to be a really fun episode, so check it out. Uh, thank you for listening. Please join us again and keep the most excellent podcast motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and love the power glove. It's so bad. Yay. Thanks, guys. <laughs>